have your attention, please. Worship will be starting in one minute. Please take this opportunity to prepare your hearts for worship and to be seated. And don't forget to put your cell phones on silent.
tell his disciples plainly that it was necessary for him to go to Jerusalem that he would suffer many terrible things at the hands of the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of religious law. He would be killed, but on the third day he would be raised from the dead. But Peter took him aside and began to reprimand him for saying such things. Heaven forbid, Lord, he said, this will never happen to you. Jesus turned to Peter and said, get away from me, Satan. You are a dangerous trap to me. You are seeing things merely from a human point of view, not from God's. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way. Take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you believe and, and, and what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in the glory of his Father and will judge all people according to their deeds. And I tell you the truth, some standing here right now will not die before they see the Son of Man in his kingdom. That is the word of God for the people of God. And the people said, Amen. But now I have opening prayer. Let's bow head. My Lord, my God, my Heavenly Father. First of all, I just want to thank you praise your holy and divine name and give you all the praise, honor, and glory. Thank you, Father, for being the creator of the heavens and the earth, the land, the sea, and everything, Father God, is in your hands. Thank you, Father God, for being a God that's in control of everything and everyone.
21 lives, Father God. We just want to thank you, Father God, for continuing to be a doctor in the sick room, a lawyer in the courtroom, mother to the motherless, father to the fatherless. You are all we need, Father. If anything we need, we'll get it from you, Father God. And I just want to say thank you for that, Father God. And praise your holy and divine name today, Father God. You brought us through the, through, through the rain, through the snow, up and down the hills and up and down the valleys, Father God. You kept us, Father God, when we couldn't keep ourselves, Father God. You kept your angels around our vehicles, Father God, in our homes, Father God, as we slept, Father God, as we got up, Father God. You keep us, Father God, in the freezing cold. You keep us in the hot heat, Father God. You are in control of everything. And we just want to praise your name and give you all the praise, honor, and glory because you've been so good to us, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for being that kind of God that sees all, that knows all, that know each one of us, Father God, knew us before we was born in our mother's womb, Father God. You continue to watch over us, Father God. You continue to keep us, Father God. You continue to um, regulate our mind, Father God, where we can be Christ-like in everything we do, Father. And I just want to thank you for that. Father God, I just ask for forgiveness, Father God. If anything I have said, done, a thought, Father God, that has not been Christ-like, I just want to forgive, ask for your, your forgiveness, Father God. But Father God, you said, Father God, you are, you'll forgive any sins that we do, Father God. And every man has sinned, Father God. Because your word said, if he, if he said he's not a sinner, he's a liar, Father God. And the truth is not in him. And we just want to thank you for that, Father God. Father God, we just want to bless this service today, Father God. Bless us, Father God, to continue to hold on to your unchanging hand. Put you first, Father God. Bless our pastor, Wayne McCullough, this morning. Bless him to preach your word to, to us, Father God, your peoples. Father God, bless him not to fear man at all, Father God. And be wrapped up in the love of you, Father God. Because you continue to protect him, Father God. And keep him from all harm and danger. We just want to thank you for that, Father God. Bless his family, Father God. Bless each family of this church that's represented, Father God. Each family member one by one, Father God. Bless them, Father God, to continue, Father God, to be stronger in your will and your ways. Continue to study your word, Father God. Your word said, Father, you, you, you made this word, Father God, for us to continue to read it, Father God. And we can read it every day, Father God. We still don't know your word, Father God. Bless us, Father God, to not be so arrogant, Father God, to know that we know everything about you, Father God, because your word says there are some secret things that you hadn't shared yet, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for our youth. Continue to lift up the sick and afflicted, Father God, the have, the have-nots, the rich and the poor, Father God. Continue to lift up that man, that woman who don't know you, Father God. Bless them to come running to alive and living true loving God. Thank you, Father God, for loving us so much that you gave your only begotten Son that whosoever believes shall be saved, Father God. Your darling Son, Jesus, Father God, who continue to be in our heart, Father God, as the Holy Spirit, Father God. Bless us, Father God, to continue, Father God, to love each other, Father God. Your word say, Father God, how can we love you when we don't love our, we don't love our enemies? Hate folks, Father, Father God, for no reason, Father God. We continue, Father God, to show hatred toward each other, Father God. We continue to talk about each other, Father God. Your words say we must love each other in spite of 
what they have done to us, Father God. Bless our youth. Bless them to continue, Father God, to follow you, Father God. Bless us to continue to pray for them, Father God, to make the right decisions. Thank you, Father God, for this service again. Bless us, to Father God, to do everything that's pleasing to you on this day. This is my prayer, Father God. Please hear and receive it. In the name of Jesus, we give it all to you today. Amen, amen, amen.
Amen. They said every praise. Every praise. Okay, I don't think y'all get that. Every praise. Every praise. So y'all not going to praise him that you were able to even get up this morning? Y'all not going to praise him that you got breath in your body and activity in your limbs? Some of them may ache and pain, but you can feel those aches and you can feel those pains. See, somebody laid down last night that wasn't able to get up this morning. Somebody wanted to move this morning, but they couldn't move this morning. They said, every praise is to our God. Every praise. Why are y'all not praising the Lord? See, I don't know about you, but I know he kept me to this point in time in 2024. He didn't have to do it, but he did. So every time I get a chance to praise my Lord and my Savior, I'm going to do just that. Because see, I could have slipped and fell when I get ready to come out of my house, but God said it wasn't going to be so. I could have had a wreck between my house and here, but God said no. I'm going to praise him while I have yet breath in my body and activities of my limbs. You know, we say we can't wait to get to heaven, but we don't even want to do on earth what God needs us to do. Help Jesus. Because see, somebody needs to know that you're able to praise him today. Somebody needs to see that we are here at 1613 West Main Street, Franklin, Tennessee today. Other houses, they're close. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, yes, God. Hallelujah, yes, God. The attacks that they might have sent against you to destroy you, God said they're not going to be so. So every praise is to my God, the Lord and Savior of my life. Whoo, hallelujah, yes, God. Yes, God. I stand before you today because God said I could. Has nothing to do with me. It's all about God. He didn't have to let me live, but he did. He didn't have to heal my body, but he did. So I'm going to praise my Lord and my Savior. Because see, tomorrow is not promise. I could take a step and I'd be gone. Help Jesus. Hallelujah. Whew. Scripture for offering this morning. We come out of Exodus chapter 25. Hallelujah. The fact that we're able to even sit in here with heat on. I looked down, it just told me the temperature outside is 22 degrees. But we're not having to sit out in the elements to praise our Lord and our Savior. Hallelujah. Whew. Exodus chapter 25. Um, I'll be reading verse number two. I'll be reading this morning out of the New Living Translation. If you've got it, say amen. We need more time to say hold on. Because see, it really is all about him today. Mm, hallelujah. And it says, tell the people of Israel to bring me their sacred offerings. Accept the contributions from all whose hearts are moved to offer them. I read if you're hearing this morning, Exodus chapter 25, verse number 2. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, hearers, and doers of his word. That was the word of God for the people of God. And people said, amen. Father God, I come as only as I know how before your throne of grace and mercy. 
First, Father God, I said, forgive us for those things that we have done knowingly and unknowingly that have brought reproach against your will and against your way in our lives, Father God. We don't want anything to taint what you have for us, Father God. So forgive us for those things. Cast them as far as the east is from the west right now in the name of Jesus, Father God. Lord, we come today giving you an offering. We're giving ourselves totally sold out and committed to you and nobody but you, Father God. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Fill us up from the inside out, Father God. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you get the glory out of all of our stories, Father God. And for those tithes and offerings that we have brought to you, Father God, Lord, I do pray that you use them to continue to build your kingdom right here at 1613 West Main Street, Father God. We will be careful to give you the glory. We're going to give you the honor, and we're going to give you the praise, Father God, that you allowed us to hold on to it for just a little while, Father God. But we know it was necessary for your kingdom to come, Father God. So we don't want to hold back or give you anything begrudging on today, and that includes our praise right now in the name of Jesus, Father God. I thank you, Father God that you saw fit to allow each and every one of us to come into your house today, Father God. And for those that are even watching online, they are able to get connected to you, Father God. So for that, I say thank you, Father God. Mm, Lord, we won't get in a hurry to not do what you have called for our hearts and our hands to do. So on today, Father God, I pray that you really, truly use us as your willing vessels, Father God. We'll put no other God before you. It is in the mighty name of Jesus I do pray and ask it all. Amen. On the screen, there are ways that you can continue to pour into this household of faith. You can do so by giving by cash out, PayPal. You can mail it or bring it here to the house at 1613 West Main Street, Franklin, Tennessee, 37064. We thank God for your giving. Amen.
giving up on us, for looking beyond our faults and seeing our needs. Now, Lord God, we ask that you will send us your word, that we may grow closer to you. We thank you for all that you have done, are doing, and will do. And I, your servant, confess before your people that I can do nothing without you. So let your anointing fall fresh upon me, Lord God. Consume me by your spirit. Hide me behind your cross. And let there be no wing, but only you. You increase as I decrease. We ask this in the wonderful, marvelous, mighty, and majestic name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. like to live for your hearing from Matthew chapter 10 
I'd like to, I'm going to use the whole chapter, but I'd like to lift from that verses 34 through 42. From the King James Version, verses 34 through 42. When you arrive at that destination, would you say amen? If you need more time, say hold on. King James Version, chapter 10 of Matthew, beginning at the 34th verse. <clears throat> and it reads, Think not that I, am, that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law and a man's foes shall be they of his own household he that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me and he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me and he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. He that receiveth you receiveth me. And he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receive a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. And whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of water only in the name of a disciple, verily I say unto you, he shall in no way wise lose his reward. It's the word of God for the people of God. You may be seated. This morning I want to talk to you about moving self out of the way. Move self out of the way. How many of you trust God? How many of you know that God is your protection, your provision, that he's your all and your all? God is good, ain't yeah, he, he? He's the same God yesterday, same God today, same God forever. Can I ask you a question? I, now, this is, this is to nobody. This is, this is for all the people. I, I, all I can say is, if the shoe fit, you wear it. Yeah, did God get you off the work? Yeah, in all this inclement weather and stuff, did you get to work? Okay. Amen. 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 Ain't God good? Amen. You couldn't have made it to work without God, could you? Amen. amen. Did, did God send you to the grocery store so you could stock that freezer and all that stuff with food and, and get all that in there so you wouldn't be without food? God provided for you when you couldn't provide for yourself? Ain't God good? <laughs> well, why we got so many empty seats today? 
He's the same God. Yesterday, that was getting you to work. Same God that was getting you to the grocery store. Same God that got you out when you went somewhere. He's the same God that can get you here today. Like I said, I'm not talking to everybody. I'm just talking to whoever the shoe fit. If you know you've been out, then you ought to feel bad. Because if he can get you out one day, he can get you out another day. I, I, I know I had more trouble getting out of my subdivision than I did on the road. I know y'all ain't going to like me today, but that ain't nothing new. Come on. Come on. I mean, y'all say you trust God. Uh, you, I trusted him on Monday. I trusted him on Tuesday. I trusted him on Wednesday. I trusted him on Thursday. I trusted him on Saturday. But Sunday, I didn't feel like it. In this text, I, I'm, I'm going to get out of your way because I know y'all already fuming at me. Yeah, people online cursed at me. <laughs> Listen, I, like I said, I'm not talking to everybody, but if the shoe fit, you ought to wear it. Because how can you correct something if you never will examine self? Can I get a witness? about moving self out of the way is that I got to help you to appreciate and understand that as Christians and I'm talking to believers today as Christians I think we find too much fun and joy in self you know when, when we have no repentance to or sorrowfulness for the mistakes that we have made we caught up in self when we are, when we think self, even when self does wrong, because I, 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 I'm speaking to myself. <laughs> Y'all don't mind if I talk to myself, do? When, when self gets to the point where self starts bragging about what self has done, be it good or bad, let things be done in secret, and He will reward you. Move self out of the way. Some people try to act like they ain't got no self. But all of us got a self. Me, you, all of us. And self is going to do you no good. I don't care who you are. Self is a bad boy that does bad, does bad things. And you got to get self under control. Can I get a witness? This text tells us that Jesus was calling on the 12 disciples to go out and be an example to the world for who he is. I need to tell you that God has called you out of darkness 
into light that you may be sent out as disciples to tell people about who Christ is. Now you don't have to be a talker. Come here Moses. God will allow you to open your mouth and speak at the appropriate time. God's looking for 12 disciples. He's looking for some people that he can say, these are mine. You should know them by the fruit. Don't take no joy in when you mess up. Some of us get too happy about when we done messed up. Because, you know, I know I'm telling the truth because if there's anybody in here that ever did this or if you're online, you listen, then you ought to tag us or something. When you cuss somebody out, when you fussed at somebody, did you go tell somebody, I told them off. I let them know where I stood. Any of y'all ever done that? Huh? Self needs to move out of the way. Some of us are too happy about that. And what this text tells us is that when he sent the 12 out, he sent them out to be an example. He sent them out to show that they trusted him. That he sent them out so that they would show that, he said, don't take nothing with you. Don't take an extra tunic. Don't take extra food. Wherever you lay your head, then you count on them to provide for you. So he was sending them out to show dependency. Dependency on who? Dependency on him. And I got to tell you, you have not ever done anything good except that which you have done for the Lord. And nothing good has happened to you except that God did it for you. We have to be careful to not give God his glory. How many times have you had good things to happen in your life and you said, this is what I did. No, that's what God allowed you to do. Give God his glory. God, Jesus not only sent the 12 disciples out for an example, to trust him, to show dependency, but he also showed, wanted them to show that there was a standard. In other words, I want there to be a measuring rod for each and everybody to see, to know whether or not they are in the proper measurement. Are you measuring by centimeters? Because you should try the spirit by the spirit. In other words, the word of God is what we should examine our actions by to determine whether they align with the will of God. But self won't let you do that if you're not careful. Self got to get out of the way. And he ain't going to leave voluntarily. Self will park 
in your garage, open the door, come in your house, sit down, take a seat, and say, how you doing? <laughs> Self will not leave voluntarily. You have to make an effort to see self out the door. And if you're not careful, you allow self to stay a little too long. It's kind of like company. People say company after three days, you got to go. It's like fish. It starts to stink. But if God gives us an example or sends us out to be an example, that's what he did with the 12 disciples. He sent them out to be an example, to trust him, to show dependency, to show a standard. But he gave them power. He said, I will send you out and you will be able to speak and heal the sick. How many of us give up our power because self won't let you take hold of it. In 1624, it says, you need to deny yourself, take up the cross, and follow Christ. I know you know this, and this is probably stupid for me to say, but can I say it anyway? Jesus is not asking you to deny yourself for him. It's for you. Jesus knows that you would not be able to take the influence of the Holy Spirit to make the choices that are right as long as you held on to you. Now, how do I know that's true? Well, I don't know when you came to Jesus. It was a Friday or Tuesday or Wednesday. See, I wish I had somebody sing the song. I don't know what day you came. I don't know what time. But until you got there, and even now, you didn't think what you were doing was wrong. That's why you stood there so long in your mess. It wasn't wrong. I, I, I can testify for me. I can't testify for you. But I know the stuff that I did, man, I justified it. I made excuses for it. It still was wrong. You know when I became aware that it was wrong? When I got remorse in my heart that Jesus Christ helped me to see that I had a different standard that I should live by. The walks of life are going to be a challenge. I can sit here and confidently say to you that if trouble has never been in your life, then keep on living. All stuff will break loose. And here's the thing. It doesn't stop when you become a Christian. It actually probably starts. How many of you have been saved, been born again, been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, and you know, why is this stuff happening to me? It's 
because God has called you out and sent you out to the 12 to give an example, to be dependent upon him. He said, listen, no matter what happens to you, I'll never leave you or forsake you. How many of you think God has forsaken you sometime when all trouble come on top of your head? When you look for this to happen and the other happens or, or you get circumstances and situations that seem to tear you down and you get depression comes up on you and you say Lord I don't know how much more I can bear but I tell you God has said in his word that he'll put no more on you than you can bear in this text Jesus told the disciples to make sure you go out to uh, the Israelites first. And some people consume that and take it to mean that <clears throat> Jesus was against the Gentiles and the Samaritans, but in reality what Jesus was saying is the same thing that he's saying to you today. Charity ought to start at home. Why are you out trying to evangelize everybody else? What about your own household? Have you stopped to make sure that everybody has made their call and their election sure? Are you, you know, you, you one person when you in these walls or in public, but boy, you get home. Then we know how you really are. Cussing and fussing, fighting. Move self the way. Hmm. Here is something you should know. I said to you, I think the challenge for us starts when we become believers, not after or not before we are. The devil don't want to bother those that are already doing his work. He, 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 what need do I have to bother you when you're doing what I want you to do? But when you try to change it, that's why people come and get baptized or whatever one day and then you don't see them again. Water ain't going to clean you. Only the blood of Jesus will wash you as white as snow. Self, though, and y'all can testify to this or you, or you can tell me I'm wrong, but self shows up when you least expect it. And he shows out, don't he? Yeah, you, you know that self will come when you don't know that. How many of you get angry and you let people have a peace? of your mind. You, that's why you ain't got no peace. Because you always got your mind gone. Y'all ain't here, me. Yeah, I mean, since it's so few, y'all don't mind if I don't talk to, if I talk to the few, or whoever at least will listen. If I got one that'll listen, I don't care if none of you listen. I, I'm gonna still say it anyway. 
move self out of the way. Quit getting all excited and happy. I mean, you know, it's quite evident when you got remorse and when you don't. I can hear it in your voice. You ain't got over it. You're still upset about it. And you're going to let them know you're upset about it too. But have you ever thought, this is something I said to the, to the Sunday school class today and I'll say it to you. Every time we go into a situation or a circumstance, it's not about the other person. It's, yes, it's about you. God is asking you to reflect upon yourself and how you responded to what happened. I can't control nobody else, but I can make a choice for me. And so God put before you good or evil. He does that continuously because he wants you to convince people. That's why he sent the 12 out that you belong to Jesus but you destroy your testimony when you act like self and, not, and people aren't going to listen to when you say well you know it was self they wrote they don't care that's why people talk about I can't believe that was a deacon of the church I can't believe that was the pastor of the church. If I go off on somebody, I'll never hear the rest of it. I'll hear it for the rest of my life. 20 years from now, you know pastor went off on him one day. <laughs> Am I right about it? You don't get a chance to slip more than once. You'd be like the person that went to the personnel department that had already been there for an interview once and got told them they wouldn't go hire So he come back the second time and guess what he said? I'm back for my second first interview. You don't get but one chance. Because they will formulate in their mind who you are. And what you do does matter. He sent the 12 out as an example. He sent the 12 out with power and authority. He sent them out to be a reflection of who Jesus Christ and God is sending you out. That don't mean you got to physically go here or go there, but it means that every time you move, breathe, and that's all of your life, you should reflect who lives within you. But here's the problem. Most folks can't show who lives within them because they don't put him in it. Let me demonstrate what I'm saying. The Bible requires of you to eat the word. Paul says, study to show thyself approved, a workman that need not be ashamed, able to rightfully divide the word of truth. But if you never pick it up, how can you expect for it to be called back to your remembrance? Don't be praying and asking God, hide thy word in my heart when you won't ever pick up the book. How can he hide something that you don't seek? Move self out of the way. 
And oh, by the way, he informed the disciples that life will not be roses. As a matter of fact, there will be enemies that will come against you. You shall be persecuted. We had a question asked in Sunday school with life learning lessons today. And it was a subject that I, I don't know if I have the answer for, but, but here the answer was that this lady was in an abusive relationship. As a matter of fact, when you look at the, the subject that we're talking about and on the movie, it reflects that the boy was in an abusive relationship, that his father had nothing good to say. He abused him, even hit him upside the head with a breakfast plate. And they said, how do you get out of an abusive relationship? How do you walk out? How do you leave it? And I said, I don't know. But we say we want to be like Jesus. Am I right? Here's the thing that's going to mess up your mind. Was Jesus in an abusive relationship? Did they whip him and beat him? And he said not. As a matter of fact, he died for you. Now he could have called down angels and protected himself. He didn't have to put up with that stuff. But he was honoring God. I think God gives us common sense and spiritual sense. Common sense ought to help you to seek God to know when to get out of the way of your mess. Because I don't stand here to tell you that you ought to stay in that. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you to get up out of it as quick as you can. But I acknowledge that the common sense in me, the spiritual says that just like in the movie, this same father that hit his son with the plate that talked about him, that called him all kind of names, he found Jesus. And he sought forgiveness. Who have you given up on? that you don't have a right to give up on. What if God had given up on you? What if he gives up on you? Move self out of the way. <laughs> he told the disciples, I told you that he, there's a standard. He said, now listen, if you go and, and you take the word and they receive you, then that's all right. But if they won't receive you, shake the dust off your feet as a sign that you are in disagreement with their behavior. Here's a question I got to ask you. How many of y'all shaking your dust off your feet? Being sitting quiet sometimes is just much as saying nothing and therefore you say a whole lot because you didn't say nothing. You accepted what was happening. You didn't speak up when God gave you the opportunity to speak up. You didn't stand up when God gave you the standard to stand up. You just shut your mouth even though you know what was going on was wrong. And he says, if your father, if it's your mother, if it's your sister, your brother, it don't matter. I come call division amongst those that love those that don't love me. 
Just saying because they were family ain't going to be good enough. If family is wrong, then they're wrong. And you got to be willing to say, family, you're wrong. <laughs> Move self out of the way. Can I ask you this question? What is your sign of disagreement? When they do wrong at work, you just go along? Now, I'm, I'm not asking you to, to get up and throw your chair around and say, I want to be heard. Now, but, but God will make a way for you to have an opportunity to probably speak. Well, you just, I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing to say. Ain't nothing my, ain't my, I ain't got no dog in that fight. Or do you stand up for the righteousness of God? Because there's a reward for those who are righteous. What is your sign? He gave the disciples a sign, you dust your feet. <laughs> now that was customary to show that discontentment with what you are doing. But some of us, we, we get the opportunity and we got a zipper on our lip. Move self out of the way. Y'all mighty quiet. But that's alright. I'm almost finished. He tells them, he said, you know, it'll be like sheep among wolves. And listen, just because you come to church don't mean that you ain't among the wolves. Some of you got, some of the people will have their teeth already <laughs> just waiting for the opportunity to leap on you. And when you least expect it, when you aren't prepared for it, that's when they <laughs> And you're going, what the world? What's wrong with them? They got rabies or something? Because you can't understand that why they would act that way when that's not the way a Christian would act. But we find joy in acting that way. Shoot, I had to get this off my chest. I feel better now. But you know what? I know that I've been changed is because when I do wrong, and oh, guess what? I do mess up. I do mess up. But I feel sorrowful. I, 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 I find myself that I feel like I'm, if, if I mess up, I, I got to apologize. I got to tell somebody that I'm sorry. I didn't mean to sound that way. I didn't mean to look that way. I didn't mean to act that way. I'm sorry. Whether I had justification or not doesn't matter. God puts before you good and evil. You got to choose. Mm -hmm. Whose side are you? Move evil. Move self out of the way. The Bible says that we shall have adversaries. We're going to disagree with people. 
But if there's a way to disagree and there's a way not to disagree. There's a way to behave and a way not to behave. And it's not good enough for you to think that it's okay for you to lose it. Because ultimately you're going to have remorse if you've been born again. I'm, I'm just telling you the way it is. And you may not like it, but I can't help you change if I won't tell you the truth. Now I can pretend that I didn't see what I saw and speak not what God laid on my heart and let you keep being the way you are being or I can tell you what thus says the Lord and trust that you will adhere to the word. The problem in the world today is that Christians don't understand that the word was made for the word people. In other words, it was made for believers. We want to take the word and use it on people in the world, but we don't want to tell people in the church what thus says the Lord. And charity ought to start. Move self out of the way. I have this to tell you, though. No matter what you've done, no matter what you're going through, no matter what experience in your life, God wants you to use the moment. What do you mean, preacher? In other words, even if you screwed it up, you are afforded the opportunity to fess it up, to correct it, to make everything better than it was. And I don't know about you, but I can truly say that one of the toughest things sometimes is to say I was wrong. <clears throat> Whether I was wrong or not isn't the issue, is it? It's I was wrong because I didn't glorify God. And I don't think those moments happen by accident. I believe that God allows them so that we can see ourselves in the mirror. So that we can quit walking around with our nose up in the air. Acting like we all that in a bag of chips. I think God is asking us to be real with ourselves and the world. That if it had not been for the grace of God, there go also I. I'm a nobody. Only through Christ Jesus am I a somebody. You need to deny self so that God can save your soul. The preacher will stand in the pulpit and he'll tell you about this is the day of day of salvation. Tomorrow is promised to no one. But if you don't move self out of the way, you will ignore that time is winding down. If you don't move self out of the way, you will ignore that, guess what? It is not always the leaning tree that will fall. I know you might look healthy today. You might look like you got it all together. But let me tell you something. That don't mean that I won't be making your... You 
time today to choose to move self out of the way. Because self will tell you, I got to get right. I got to, I got to start doing better. But you didn't, you, you listen, you don't, Jesus. You ain't got it right yet. You keep messing up and the only thing that can help you make you acceptable in the presence of God is the blood of Jesus. So quit acting like you got it together. Because if you like me, I realize that I'm a mess. And here's I have realized that um, that there isn't one family, no family that's immune to division. Some people are going to love Christ more than others and so therefore we're in a constant thing in helping people to grow in Christ. And he says in this text that you got to be willing to come to him and if you give a cup of water to the children, to a little child, what he's really telling you is that he's asking you not to be a child because you ought to grow in the faith. He wants grown-ups in the faith, not little babes. And some of us are still acting like babes. But you, you should come to him. So he's saying, I want you to have the dependency on me, the trust in me the standard that I've given you and to recognize the power that goes before it. I need that. I need, I want you to do that. And here's something I got to tell you. We ought to remain humble. And when we're humble, we find ourselves that we esteem others greater than we esteem ourselves. It gives us the ability to help others when they couldn't help themselves. And we want to be like Jesus, don't we? He didn't, I don't think Jesus ever had an enemy that wasn't considered in, from his perspective somebody that needed saving he says I wish that none would perish no not one so quit giving up on somebody quit writing people off quit saying that they ain't gonna be nothing they ain't nobody Look at them. They're just like the daddy. Just like the mom. Well, yeah, I am. But I'm I'm the reflection of what God has made out of the seed of my mother and my father. God formed me in my mother's womb. And he even there. He's given you an opportunity to make a choice. My last thought, move self out of the way. Sometimes I think we 
allow the circumstances in life to dictate how we respond or act. And the question I have for you is this. Did you let the devil trick you? Because he, he did come to kill, steal, and destroy. He's a trickster. Y'all realize that? So sometimes I, I think maybe the devil tricks us and, and before we know it, we done messed up. But the righteous will say so. But here's one thing I got to ask you to ask yourself. Did the devil trick you or did you go as a willing participant? Were you ready to raise sand? Were you all messed up? And you going to let them know it? Or are you going to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord? Move self out of the way because too many allow self to say, today is not the day of salvation. You got plenty of time. But I come to tell you, you don't have plenty of time. You have this moment and tomorrow is promised to any man. So you need to, as soon as you can, as quick as you can, make your call and your election sure. And if you have made Jesus your choice, then you should tell the world, I'm not ashamed of him because he said, if you deny me before my father, I'd rather deny me before men, I will deny you before my father. Question I have for you is, is self-denying Jesus you denying Jesus move self out of the way the doors of the church are open if there be one here today they don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior watching online and you don't know him as your Savior, if you haven't given your life over to him, now is your time. You don't have to say a whole lot to God. All you got to do is ask him to come into your life. Ask him to forgive you for all your sins. Just ask him to take over your life and he'll do the rest. He'll do everything else if you just in your heart believe in him confessing he said he'll save you Jesus said I came to seek and to save those that were lost and that was all of us so as the choir sings why don't you come today it doesn't matter what you've done you can't get too low in the valley for God's love to find you you can't get too high on the mountain for his love to reach you. Whatever you do, just don't wait too late. Jesus opened the doors up for salvation over 2,000 years ago. And no man can close them. 
but there will come a day. Jesus says in his word that that day is now. That day will come that he will close the door and no man will be able to open it for you. So why don't you come? Give Christ your life. I'm a living witness to tell you that falling in love with Jesus is the greatest thing that I ever done. That's who he is. Why don't you come? the church daily, such as shall be saved. Amen. conversation on there on Wednesday nights, uh, and I love it. Uh, keep in mind, we also have our uh, prayer breakfast normally on Saturday mornings. However, this coming Saturday morning, we will not have prayer breakfast because because of the inclement weather, we did change the date for Mount from on High and Matthew 25. It will be this coming Saturday, uh, also on that Friday the 26th. We will need some assistance with getting the boxes put together. So everything that we would have done this past weekend, we bumped it down to this coming weekend. So those of you that can come out and help assist with putting the boxes together on Friday, we ask that you do so. And if you can be here on Saturday morning, we have Mount on High and Matthew 25. They'll start at 9 o'clock a.m. Amen. 
Amen. There will be mass choir rehearsal on January the 25th at 6 o'clock p.m. Um, put that on your calendar as well for those that are a part of the choir so that you can be in where you need to be. Amen. Also, Youth God's Learning Lab. Um, we weren't able to do it this month of January. It's scheduled for right now for February the 10th at 11 o'clock a.m. February the 10th, Youth God's Learning Lab is the date that it will be uh, for February. Amen. I have a couple more things. Oh, by the way, this is the month of January, so happy birthday to everybody with a birthday this month. Amen. Happy birthday to everybody with a birthday this month. God is truly in the blessing business because he saw fit to give you a whole nother year of life. Amen. Amen. All right, I've got a couple things here. One says Burns Tabernacle, Primitive Baptist Church. Uh, this is to inform us that on Thursday, February the 15th, our very own Minister Der Derwin Jackson will be there uh, in pre-anniversary. It's a pre-anniversary celebration. So this is Thursday, February the 15th at 7 o'clock p.m. He will be the speaker uh, for that event for them. This is Burns Tabernacle. Uh, it says, Greeting Minister Derwin Jackson. In the name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we're asking if you would again uh, accept our invitation to come and share with us on our pastor's pre-anniversary on Thursday, February the 15th at the 7 o'clock p.m. hour. Amen. We know that God is going to move in a mighty way on that evening. Amen. Amen. And I've got a card here. It says, gratitude to my Limestone Church family for the beautiful plant, your heartfelt cards, calls, text messages, visits, nourishing food, and above all, your prayers. I'm deeply moved by your support, and I attribute my progress to God's grace. I'm eagerly anticipating the day I can join you again at church. With much love, Sister Sheila Swift. It was the irony that I would read this, and she walked in here today. Amen. Amen. So this is from my very own Sister Sheila Swift, and we pray God continue to strengthen you and give you more of what you need to keep pushing on. Amen. Amen. We never want to leave out or omit anyone that is on our sick and shut-in list. If you know anyone that is ailing, please let us know. We can't respond to what we don't know. So please, if you have to call the church, send it by carrier pigeon, whatever you got to do, just so that we can know. We are family. A family that prays together can stay together. We can't pray for you if we don't know that you're going through something, okay? Amen. Uh, also keep in mind, continue to pray for those that are having bereavement, uh, the bereaved families on this bulletin that says the Locke family. Um, and anyone that you know of, even if it's not printed on here, let us know that as well. Um, it's so important in this time, in this season, that love abound in everything that we do. God bless you. God keep you. Amen. the announcements actually govern yourself accordingly we thank all of you that have shown up here today and those that are online and we just pray that more and more will seek the will and the way of God make sure that we are doing all we can to model Christ amen move self out of the way God has spoken let the church Say amen.
go home, we want to thank you for delivering us here, for watching over us all week long and keeping us safe from any hurt, harm, or danger. We thank you for what you have done and will do. And Father God, we just pray that you teach us and help us to get self out of the way so that we can lift you up even higher. We can't do that without the presence of the Holy Spirit. So we ask that your love, your grace, and sweet communion of the Holy Spirit will rest, rule, and abide with us henceforth now and forever. And the saints of God said in one voice. Amen. Be safe going home.